So, um, Cam, I heard you saw a TikTok. Yeah. So <laughs> it's my turn. Now I've seen a TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I conferred I with Des. Well. It is real. So <laughs> it's not. It's. It's. Uh, well, the, well, well, the fact. The fact that she I is. believed it could be real says a lot about our society. Well, sometimes, yeah. specifically in this guy's videos, uh, like he'll cite a trend, and I just don't believe that it's actually a trend of like. It was like multiple. Three people, yeah, like three people, and that doesn't count. People have been sneep corbing left and right. People are laughing at people sneep corbing, but actually, it's really harmful to other people and inconsiderate and ableist. But um, this guy, it. <laughs> it's actually good. Um, this guy Curtis Connor does like it is like a quick. A to B of his videos is like I look at what's trending on TikTok, I make fun of it for thirty minutes on a in a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, Tosh point, oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Tosh point said, um, <laughs> but um, that's a, that joke didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> you can't say that every time. Even well, even it's, if, true every even time. If it's true every time. It's true every time. Tashpoint said, um, <laughs> "This is what it's supposed. This segment's supposed to be about. So, um, this I think this very specifically works for our show because it's um, he talks about the trend of people saying, oh, here's my water for the day, making my water for the day.'" And we did our water taste test. These people are making water your water. Now. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it's classic water, hydrogen and oxygen. Oh, very nice. It's two of them. Two? You got two in there. I always like a little extra oxygen. Oh, you do three? <laughs> no, 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 two's fine. I love drinking heavy later. water. <laughs> H3O. Gatorade's tried to patent that, and it <laughs> the scientists are saying no. But anyway, so people are saying like, "Oh, I'm making my water," and they're like putting. A bunch of like powders those like uh zero calorie like what's the what's the one yeah mio and um what's the other oh just the flavor things yeah the flavor crystal light crystal light that's the one i'm thinking of but they're putting like an absurd amount of these things in and like combining them them, kids uh, love those actually yes (laughs) but these are like most of the or all of the examples he cites are like women like adult women doing or a lot of them were adult women maybe just the most insane ones but it's just like the videos start with like this this person be like having making my second water for the day and it's 11 a.m and they're like hyperactive already because the <laughs> but all these things say like zero sugar on them so 
Well, those it's just like a bunch of like. But I feel like it's very rarely just powder. They throw in two powders and they put like mm. fucking ice cream toppings in it. Something. <laughs> yeah. It's like pump dispensers that you like can get it like Starbucks oh, or yeah, like yeah. those like. Flavor shops and stuff. Yeah, so people are making like caramel apple water, <laughs> right, and, you know, water. and the worst part of it is that at the end they call it water and yeah. like. They get really mad if you try to call it anything else. Yeah, and people aren't saying that's not water anymore. And now it's a whole thing of like them be like, it's still water. <laughs> so where do you guys stand on adding? Well, see, uh, when I make a sm- uh, smoothie, I put some water in there so that it's just water. In the form the of calories ice? calories don't count. <laughs> yeah. So what, when what I cook anything, say, sorry. Uh, to add to something is fundamentally to change it. Mm. Um to be loved you know, is to be changed. Base, you're a purist. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a water purist. Nick said no fluoride. Yeah, <laughs> get that shit out of there. <laughs> That's what I heard. I like a little fluoride. Um, no, oh, like, so my fruit loop water is valid then. When you put lemon in water, it is lemon water now. It is. It, it is changed even a little bit. What about cucumber? Well, I yeah. think that when you it's add cucumber. enough shit to water, it ceases to become water, and like to the point where like you know. Fucking lemonade. When a lot of what people call lemonade is water with fucking le- like uh, lemon water, like uh, lemon you know, water with sugar. Yeah, exactly. sugar. absolutely. It's and they are adding less. They're adding more stuff to this than the people who make lemonade add to water to make. You don't lemonade. call Kool Aid water. You don't call exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's I think exactly where the line is crossed when it yeah. becomes or like like. Well, I guess Kool Aid has a bunch also, of sugar. If, if you're cooking chemi- rice, if we're going right? chemistry rules. A reaction is something like a change in color or temperature, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you if you put something in water and the color changes, which all of these people do, that's a chemical reaction. It's not water anymore. It's also called water water talk. Which is <laughs> water T O K. You know, I'm disappointed. What yeah. I when okay. just just swipe through talk, these. You and Seb just quickly swipe through these these Google image gives results. Me an image in my head, like a. Like but a, is it really water? Of, <laughs> it's it's of people who are like really into like like they're like you know die hard about Poland Springs versus Aquafina or something. Oh, like. well, Poland Springs is just better. Well, so see, that's that's the kind of we did the uh, why I thought we'd yeah I was gonna say why this is good for the pod is we did our water taste test. That's from Prince of Egypt. She's doing the thing that the the priest did. (laughs) I can enjoy it, but I gotta know what you're seeing. There is a guy uh, just pouring. It looks like it is just Kool Aid. He's just making Kool Aid. I think (laughs) it's red Kool Aid. Must just be making fun of these people, and it's just caught up in the tag. I think so. It's it's gone already to the point of parody, but, but yeah. Okay, but this was already parodied parodied like five years ago by Pro ZD, who who did like a whole skit about. No, that's different. That's like a he's because he's imagining what he would think a fake online water community would be. But like. it is that. No, this is this is. Different. I don't know this the Pro ZD video. Okay, he he was talking about people <laughs> getting obsessive about something normal. So the example <laughs> he gives is like, hey. I'm doing a classic water drink here. Uh, I got, you know how I am. Uh, I got my, I got my, you know, you got your, your short fat glass. Those are Hori's, and then uh, horizontal <laughs> glasses. And then you got your tall glasses. Those are Verdi's. Uh, and it's like talking about just drinking a glass of tap water. Uh, uh, that is the joke of the skit that he did. But this. But that is, is how right. those people talk in these yeah, videos. So, so. I, this is the last one of these that I'm going to describe. But uh, this one is, uh, 
Hands down my favorite water recipe, fire emoji, water of the day, water talk. Water recipe. Stir it up, y'all. And look at the color of this glass. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the thing that makes these. Whoa. That is ecto cooler. People, people are making completely it's, opaque water. It is like, green. It's, it's, there's what? no transparency to them anymore. My favorite water recipe just fucking killed me. That's such yeah. a funny phrase. It's, it's like. Like you were saying, Sam, all the the vocabulary and the vocabulary is what is what's driving people insane about this. Is <laughs> like, oh, here's my water for the day. Here's my water recipe, and then showing you something that looks like a candle. <laughs> it's it's just ludicrous. My my thing now is like looking at that. I'm like, what did your parents feed you that you cannot drink <laughs> yeah. straight water? Like, That's you're the saying, other must thing. put I'm that gonna, much I'm in. I'm slip it. into being a conservative dad here and say oh. you do need. To drink regular Check it water. out. You, what? It's good oh. for you. So uh, the guy I take care of at work, right? Um, he will drink regular water. It's not like a problem. But unfortunately for me, the people uh, who were trying to uh, find ways to take care of uh, violent tendencies, one of the reward structures they had built up for years before I ever started working with him was some of those like the, like flavor packets for water. And so he gets one of those a day and i'm looking at some of these and i'm like we could we could so do without this you know you we probably so shouldn't have without one soda you probably shouldn't have <laughs> at the same time like you know he doesn't like he doesn't want for much right like it's not like he's constantly asking for uh, expensive uh, things or yeah he, that's a he, nice he little treat he doesn't need much in the world and he wants those but like at the same time it's like we're making this really a part of the like really really ironing this into the routine yeah, yeah. knowing what like his issue i yeah. feel like that much sugar would probably make it worse yeah i mean everybody has you know I, i'm drinking a beer now or like a soda a scotch right now. yeah like <laughs> uh, one of those fucking uh i got one of those starries as a mm -hmm. cumberland farms like gas points reward and what it's a, I know I shouldn't have said that, but I gotta say why I had one of these. Sentence. The NBA wants me to drink that. Dad's never drinking. We're like, oh, this is pretty good. And then she looked at the the sugar content and it's like, this is an absurd amount of sugar. And I was like, no, all sodas just have that much sugar in it. Starry has like double the amount of sugar oh, that like fuck. a Dr Pepper has. Wow, like, it's yeah. insane. It's ludicrous. Yeah. I don't know. If Oh, today is my first day. Rebranded 7 Eleven or whatever. Wow. Coke. No Coke? You're yeah. off Coke? I'm off Coke. <laughs> How's the water? Uh, it's I, I drink water all the no, time. Are you going to show us the color? It's solid brown. I was saying it more from the carbonated. <laughs> so the water is going to taste like victory. Like it, I mean, I know water you drink does. water already, but like it's. You appreciate water that much yeah. more when you're not having a bunch of. I'm other a big water drinks. guy. I never Water's came up great. on soda anyway. Love water. Like, mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Check I was out just water. telling these guys before we started the show, but I lost my water bottle at work mm -hmm. over the weekend. No, the and yellow one. Yes. So I'm I'm in a flex period. I've ordered a new one, but it's supposed to come in tomorrow. Do you change colors? Uh, no. Uh, I had a whole consistent. other thing. Uh, this is not relevant to the show at all. But I, um, I'm getting a hydro flask. I'm becoming one of those guys. Yay! Um, but they Enjoyed. have like four different yellows, and a lot of them are out of print. Like they don't make <laughs> them anymore. So I have I bought cactus, which looks yellow, but it doesn't sound like it'd be a yellow color based I, on the name. I bought one that was supposed to be coral. 
and it, it's a like a very hot pink color. I wish it was more this salmon. Is one of the things that's upsetting mm. me about the the whole water talk thing is that I feel like people are genuinely missing out on like the joy of a good water. Mm. Have a nice. Like, I love that. Like cool he water. Uh, that the video Cam was talking about has a like bits little segment at the beginning in which he describes uh, situations in which you would really love a nice glass of water. Yeah. Or like you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I just want to put my mouth on the faucet and just like turn mm. it on and just like get a ton yeah. of water. Or after or, you you come home from a walk or something. I mean, I normally have water with me while yeah, I walk, yeah. but like if you're tired and hot and you like, it's, like, it, oh, yeah, it's so much water. better than, you know, a soda or coffee. The, yeah. Uh, sauna at the gym lately. Oh, and maybe. that is um, maybe the best context to have a bunch of water. The best pre-gaming for water that you can do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pre-game your enjoyment you, like, to water. Yeah, and like, uh, it's, it's like, Truly, one of the great joys is like having a bunch of water. <laughs> it's, it's having I'm, a I'm sit. I'm fully on board with this. <laughs> sitting down. Such we, a funny thing to yeah. say. We have to do our hierarchy of the greatest well, pleasure. Is the great it's a basic equalizer. human right. Yeah, sitting and water, I think, are two yeah. high contenders on there. That's why people get so insane at theme parks is because they don't. You sit can't they, sit. They don't sit and they don't, sit and they don't have water. It's, and when and they don't do those things, they actually become way more insane because they don't understand why they're not, why they're why they're so frustrated <laughs> and angry. Need. And it's because they haven't sat down in ten hours. And, they've and just when been they going, did sit going, down, going. they were in a car that went upside down. Right, <laughs> and then they haven't been drinking any water. Because all the that should be a ride, yeah. Yeah, to sit and have water, sit and have water, (laughs) (laughs) the sit and have water ride, and the the benches just kind of like roll around the park. No, too much. No, no, they just (laughs) it's just like it's just like a they clear out a section of the park with just benches. That one's free, and the line is really hot and and constricted (laughs) and all uphill, and then you get to sit and have water. Yeah. I'd also like to throw in, well, in our hierarchy. Hike, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'd like throw in bread and circuses into our, our list of great things. Right. Yes, so. yes, of course. Who, who among us does? I tend to enjoy my bread and circus at the same time. Yeah. I have I like to. Um, <laughs> check quick, out my circus. Quick recipe. anecdote about water. Oh um, yeah! How, All how right. It's one of the great joys. Possible. All right. Yes. Um, yes. Do it. So we know uh, water is a basic human right, according to the Bill of Human Rights uh, uh-huh. adopted by the United Nations, which the United States is not. Signed. This isn't going to be about um, Nestle, is it? No. Uh-oh. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Save it for the Nestle. Maybe Nestle's tangentially, to get into that like now. conceptually related. Uh-oh. But so when I was a freshman in college, um, I was in the humanities house, uh, which which was just like a community, like a living community, mm-hmm. and um, I, it was just one that I picked. I, I, I didn't really have any reason to. But so uh, part of it was You're we did like humanity. a model so, UN. I was going to say it's better than those dying communities at least, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's better than the oppression house. <laughs> uh, so we did a model UN thing. And our model UN thing was we had to debate with other people um, how to solve the the coming water crisis good god right and and we we were each representing a country like with our partner um and this was an online thing and you did it with people like nationwide um one of the people in my class did not think that water was a basic human right he (laughs) was the most capitalist person i have literally ever met like he he was like a big uh huge libertarian well i just like, think he was in the humanities money house? you should be able yeah. to have more water i'm like how can, how can you do this model un without 
believing that water is a basic human right. That's exactly why they got it. He literally was just like, well, we'll just bottle it up and sell it. If they're Literally. really thirsty, they could buy it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're so thirsty and you want water so bad, work harder. Work harder to buy my water. I bought all the water and now I'm selling it to you. So this is about Nestle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tangentially, yeah, conceptually. Yeah. Mm. Not I'm, that like, I'm always surprised. Like, it's one thing for people who were like, you know, economics brained to, mm. to come out on the other side with that. Because like, that, that happens like... They had it beat into them, you know. It always yeah. surprises me. Surprises me when I meet someone who, at great personal risks to themselves, will go out of their way to say, "I think that things should be more evil." Yeah, and this, <laughs> like, this guy wasn't wasn't even like a business major. He wasn't. Right. Any, he was like I, I forget. I think he was, he was a like, water major. Right? He was a water major. Yeah. No, he was me? like I, I forget if he was chem or engineering. It was one of those. Well, he's gonna um, advance water technology. But he was molecular. Sure. He was from the Philippines, <laughs> he's add and that he kept o. being like, "The Philippines are the greatest country H3O. ever." And I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" It's that person joined that how specifically to get in an argument with somebody else i think especially no if you met him you would he he's just like that he's he doesn't understand things he Uh, didn't understand that playing footsies with someone was flirting um and i did not want to do it he was trying to sell it i feel like we're getting more into this guy's personal hang yeah no but he had a podcast oh shit (laughs) (laughs) anyways our upcoming episode about water yeah Yeah. i'm a big water guy actually our first segment was really weak so i'm happy that we had uh this uh (laughs) this to uh to kind of warm us up for a while about. all right bring us in all right hello and welcome everyone to please don't listen to this your life depends on it, the show where we do something different every single week and this week we went inside our very own dream world with paprika paprika that's right satoshi khan's uh final feature film unfortunately uh unfortunately tragically uh, they tried to uh put together the scraps of another one but i don't think that is going to happen mm. um but i have with me some of the uh Strangest dream constructs I have ever seen. I have phone-headed businessman Seb. <laughs> ring ring. <laughs> ring ring. I tried to come up with like a, a weird phrase to say, but I, uh, I can't do it on the T-T-Y-L. spot. T T Y L. What do businessmen say on their T-T-Y-L phones? Door. They don't say T T Y L, do they? They say Dow Jones is up. Thank T H X for the stocks with an X. And less than three. Less than three for the stocks. Stocks are down. Less, they're less than three. <laughs> My stocks are less than three. Stocks, stocks less than three. A serious message of business. So man, somebody's going to jump out a window if they read that text, dude. Someone was just expressing their love for stocks. And someone was like, oh, I have to mortgage my house. Sell, sell, sell. sell. Stocks are uh, less than three. <laughs> Memorial Day sale. Bye, bye, bye. No money down. We've got Parade Leader Frog. That's Alex. Hello, everyone. Uh, Ribbit. Or Caro, I guess, is probably better. Yes, that's right. That's, that's, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the Japanese. That's the Japanese. As they would say. As they would say. That's the noise frogs make in Japan. Yeah, they're yeah. different. They're different. Yeah, they speak a different language. Hmm. <laughs> I, I had a bit for that, but I it's it just I had to crush it immediately into yeah. a paper ball and just shoot it into the wastebasket that is my mind. Compact it into a cube <laughs> yeah. in your brain. Discarded. Yeah. Bit killed before. After you recycled it. Born. I have uh, killer of his own movie, Cam. Uh, what? Oh, oh, 
Is that what happens? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's be that's very actually really into it. That's yeah. actually, <laughs> it's actually really a really good way. I wasn't of expecting a plot point. That uh, hi, I'm the, I'm that character Nick's talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Tree Man, Nick. Oh, Tree Man. <laughs> Evil tree. Oh, all right. Never mind. I wish I could remember any of the long rants that characters go on in this yeah. in this movie, but it, they're very complicated. But anyway, Paprika is about uh, dreams and dreaming um, in kind of a vague way. It does, doesn't dig so much into the concepts of dreams themselves, more just using them to like get at our various characters' uh, internal psyches, as opposed to trying to say anything broad about the dreams themselves. Uh, but Dreams have always been a technique used in cinematic uh, filmmaking. Like, and it's, one could say cinema is akin to a dream. Yes, and many have in many different ways. Over no, the I think I'm the first to say it. Oh, Nick. sorry. Thank oh, you. that's right. By one, I mean me. I could say it. <laughs> one, uh, people are saying you're doing the Trump thing. Many movies are like dreams. Many I'm such here to say many they are. Cases. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Scientists. Classic movies. Scientists. Scientists are saying. Obama. 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 Just Biden. <laughs> How many years later we did that? <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Mm. Uh, he did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could really calling your shot. <laughs> when does this come out? <laughs> How many hours do I have? I think I can. You'll be prescient. I think I'm going to be right. Not that I know anything. Parody, 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 parody. Checking <laughs> Twitter trending. <laughs> Be the change you want to see. Wes Cam. Anderson, hopefully for his movie. Uh, yep, Rod, Rod DeSantis announces candidacy today, right? <laughs> yeah, Ooh. I think so. Or like, I, I was seeing headlines that said. Ron DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I have to say that now. Uh, Going to announce candidacy on Twitter with Musk or something like that. That's nice. I was like, he's wait, wait. Just, he's a he's a fucking like little baby boy. He is so so cucked. It is unbelievable. <laughs> Ron to, to be suck like, ass. Yeah, Ron <laughs> suck ass. He's like like to to be like uh, like obviously. Like the things that he's doing in Florida are very scary and you should take them seriously. Am I but, in a dream? <laughs> uh, but. Um, but like for him to, Just to say Rhonda Suckass, Rhonda Suckass. I can't believe Trump didn't go for that one. But he went for something I don't much think funnier. You can say that. <laughs> you can say that. My opponent, Rhonda Suckass. Rhonda Podcast. Rhonda Gay. Rhonda Gay Little homie, Ron Gay. <laughs> What are the fuck are we talking about? So, <laughs> movies are a technique often used in cinema. <laughs> Can that be the only description for this episode? God, I'm going to cut the whole wall and think that should be the cold up. Movies are a technique used in cinema. <laughs> That's true. Usually meant to showcase the character, the state of the character psyche. So, oh my god! Um, I actually do. This does lead me directly into what I want to talk about. The the whole use of dreams in filmmaking. Um, there, are, uh, you know, when you are watching somebody else's uh, film, something that people work really hard on, you, they are putting a piece of their brains together for you to see. In a way, it, it is one of the only ways we truly have to get a little bit inside someone's head. Like communication can only go so far, but a piece of art is truly getting a window into someone's brain. Maybe not the literal workings of it, but being able to see their creation is 
a window into their mind. Yeah, it's like they mm-hmm. thought about the thing, and mm-hmm. now the thing is on paper yes. or a screen. Like writing, too. Like any like, creative like many, endeavor. Many horribly colored flavor packets, the, the, the other people who were working on the movie, be it the writers, the actors, all left their touch on it. They all left a little bit of their flavor packet in this horrible water. And it, <laughs> the and water it, that is this movie. And it, and it became something new. I'm going to keep this metaphor going. <laughs> it's un- completely unrelated. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, I like what you're saying, Nick. A lot of the times that when, uh, I think this might be a David Lynch quote, but mm-hmm. like I... Anytime any like filmmaker or anything is like, oh, you the movies you make are weird. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what you meant by this? And they're like, no, it's there. The movie yes. explains it. Yes, that's the David Lynch quote. He says the movie is the talking. The, yeah. the, he says when when hmm. uh, when you're watching the movie, that's me telling you. And he said, and then he so people will come up to him after the movie and be like, what did that mean? And he'd be like, I just I just showed you. Like what what else what else is there? What else is there for me to say? Listen and more closely. Yes. Or, and well, it's and it's like I think it, to me it's less about a puzzle to be figured out mm-hmm. the correct way or whatever, and more about the the emotions that are trying to be conveyed through a piece of art. And that I, is why I was especially uh, I got especially like you know needled I guess by this. I was looking at videos because I wanted to be like, okay, I want to be ready for if Alex is, is like, we're going to list dreams. So I'm going to look up. Oh, all right. I'm going to look oh, up. How many times are we going to drag this whole segment before I'm gonna we look do up, I'm going to look up a dreams in film like thing. And, and it's going to, uh, so because somebody like, I just like search dreams in film or something like that. And the, I got this, this essay. Um. I got this video essay and, I, and that's, I'm like, okay, good. This is going to be about, how different people have used dreams in film that's going to remind me of some examples. But it was just like some soft lo-fi music and a guy with a nice voice and a good microphone just kind of being like, or a movie could do this. And it's just like, he's just listing movies where dreams happen in them. And it's, yeah. it was like really... play that for the first second. <laughs> yeah, that's what we usually do. <laughs> it was driving me up a wall. Because then he's like, what about a dream that you can't wake up from? Or one that you wake up to wake up to every single day and he like starts talking about groundhog day and i'm like this is not he's pushing yeah it's like and he kept bringing it back to the like sixth harry potter movie uh uh, because there's like dreams in that agenda and it's it was very like okay he used inception as a framing device he kept returning to inception Mm, i've heard of that one but he didn't use the things that happen in inception or harry potter or uh he was like, a dream yeah. can be a city. Yeah, <laughs> it's it can, at an angle. <laughs> you are you are there. You are right well, on it. It was driving me up a wall. Like so, he like, was more talking about how dreams are represented in media, or yeah. Well, that's what I thought it was going to be about, but he, he didn't he didn't like add anything on top of that. He was like going down the Wikipedia list of, of films that contain dreams. Not not everyone has to have an opinion on something. Someone then can why just do make that. make the video? It doesn't <laughs> matter. He the made it. The video's doing the talking. Yeah. He <laughs> explained why he made that, right? He wanted to make that video. He did it. That's... <laughs> Don't ask him to explain his reasoning. No, the this is his is five paragraph talking. essay. In each paragraph, he talks about a different movie and never talks about it again. Yeah, never talks uh, about what they mean or how they are. And then, and then are, he goes, in conclusion, there was this one, this one, this one, this one, that one. <laughs> in conclusion, I've listed ten movies. Uh, the the dream in Blade Runner is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I like that one. Uh, but Is that the one with the electric sheep? Yes. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that one. 
Yeah, it's the, uh, the like the unicorn. The unicorn, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that one's all about like, is this a memory I have? Yeah. Which is yeah. really which is such a good way of. I think it's a good way of using a dream in film to be like, mm. this is something like that your character isn't really talking about most of the time, but something that they're always thinking about. Yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. That one's so good. Total Recall does something similar as the yes, exciting incident. Yes, yes, true. Yeah. He's dreaming of Mars. <laughs> And then yeah. uh, it's like, oh, is it real? Is it just a fantasy he had? And at the end of the movie, it's like, does it matter? Like, it, you know, if you choose, if you choose that you would rather live in the insane fantasy world, then, like, you know, what's the, what's the difference? Yeah. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. Then we got to talk about The Sopranos. Oh, I think maybe the the most i really don't want to get talking into fish. talking about our own dreams but maybe the most accurate i think of just like your subconscious working but it's through not something on elm street where you turn into superhero <laughs> man well, and some Freddy people kills you i know I, I don't know Do, does anyone have dreams like that but, um, no. i have no. i have recurring symbols in my dreams that i haven't been able to figure out why they happen yeah um like i have the Eye of Cthulhu. No, I, no, I have this really fucking whack dream that it, it's a recurring motif in my dreams where I have multiple of the same cat. Like, not the same looking cat. It is physically two, two of yeah. the same cat. Like, I would have two of Fae, and then I would be feeding one Fae. And then see another Fae and be like, oh shit, are there two of them and I've only been feeding one? How did this other... And it'll spiral into, mm. there's a time paradox here. Oh my god, I'm a neglecting wow. cat. What the High fuck? High concept dream. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that, that happens in my dreams a lot for some but reason. I, I like you, bringing up Sopranos. I think that I, I agree. I think it's like a lot of those dreams are set as like a place that Tony's been, he just is. And like a lot of times because the language of cinema, you can cut to something and the implication is, oh, the character went here. Yeah. So that you can do a really, like every movie will do a reveal that, oh, this is a dream. But the you watching it, it's like, oh, okay, he was at his house and then they cut to the boardwalk. And it's like, okay. Uh, but then they reveal that it was a dream. But a lot of the times when you're in a dream, it's like, oh, just this is a place that I remember being. Hmm. Yeah, uh, not everyone is a superhero flying around fighting. Speaking of Freddy uh, Krueger, dream or superhero flying around and stuff. Just kidding. This is actually not to that. <laughs> um, it's uh, I, I, th- I immediately think of Twin Peaks, of course, and uh, <clears throat> how uh, Dale Cooper will have information revealed to him in a dream. Like he is a detective, but then he's like. Oh, you know, this is my intuition. This is my feeling I get from the the, the energy around me, or the, what I get from a dream. It's very going against the idea of what a detective should do in fiction. Yeah. And but it is that it is because he is in touch with these things that he is able to mm, advance at all. Yeah. This suit brings yeah. better luck. But uh, is yeah. he <laughs> is he gaining new information in those dreams, or is he just working through things he already knows? You could and putting the pieces together, right? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the question. That's always my mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. But Twin Peaks is a supernatural show where, mm-hmm. like, there's a really tall that, guy, that which is completely like is unrealistic. That back in style. And then, yeah. uh, then the, the killer talks about how he had a certain kind of gum as a kid. And mm. then it's like, ah, oh, I knew it was you. And it's like, yeah. he's like having a, con- he's like having, so- it, it is kind of like he's having something that he already knew in his head confirmed in, in real life in front of him. Yeah. And then I just think of uh, the, the, what the log lady says. I think of the way she says it all the time, which is not weird to think of a Twin Peaks line all the time because of how many crazy, yeah. crazy, unique, evo- evocative, yeah. evocative deliveries are in that series. But like, 
just the lovely saying, we live inside a dream. And like, but you know, it's meant to be like, like kind of prophetic and mystical, but I think about that all the time in terms of like, we live inside a dream. We have power over ourselves to shape our own reality. That's not me being like a self-help guy mm, and yeah. saying that you can... You're actually a tulpa guy. If you you can, believe it hard enough. I'm not saying that you can brain something. I'm not saying that you can brain yourself to one million in stocks. You can't. You can't you can do it, though. Less than three stocks. <laughs> That's me. Well, Nick, I would say that merrily, 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 life is but a dream. You can brain yourself into... <laughs> I, you can brain yourself, and I've done it. It, it sucks. Walking into a high shelf. <laughs> Do you or guys not have shelf. like any weird shit happening in your no. life? I don't want to get into just because uh, look, a classic thing is just. No, like, I mean like nobody that could likes add to, to the conversation, hear. like just just like examples of yeah. what, we're, what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, you mean like in media or in our own dreams? Either like. You I'm could use of, an example in your own. I dream. like the the whole boiler room thing in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as like a as like a kind of space where you're not supposed to spend too much time that you're only going to see like once if mm. you're not working in there and like that as like the lair of Freddy, and, and you know they they later retroactively tie it to like oh that was his job was he Whoa. he ate you know coal That's out of the, the boiler all day. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. It's a really hard job. We don't have job. time to get into how wrong that statement is. But, um, it's a really hard job. It's in the first movie they established that he was, he was the guy at the school he worked at. He was like yeah. maintenance. He worked on yes. that. Um, so, but, but like, uh, but a boiler room as like a location in a dream that you don't like open the door and walk into. Dream settings, I think, should be nondescript, mundane locations without an ent- entrance or an exit. Because you usually don't find yourself walking in between locations in a dream. Yeah, you're, you're just, just there. You're there. And, and then you might try to go somewhere else in that location, but you just happen to be somewhere else now. Yeah. Like, you, it like, just changes. You can't. And you're just there. It's Yeah, it must be something in our like wiring or whatever. Or maybe people do have dreams where they're traveling from one location to another. I don't know. There's well, a there's... really great dream in the movie Cure that uh, Cam and I watched for a terror episode a while back where it's like a, it's like a fake out of like, you know, what is the worst, most horrible thing our main character could come home to? Oh, and, yeah. yeah. That was that was freaky. Yeah. Uh, and then it's because, you know, it's it's well, after you move on from that scene, you're like, oh, obviously this is a nightmare. But it's like you're like getting a good idea of just how stressed out this guy is that he's like dreaming of this, like the most horrible things that could possibly happen mm-hmm. to him every night. And then because it's it, the dream takes place in a, in a, his apartment, like uh-huh. every time he's about to go into his apartment, he's like, oh, fuck, am I going to open the door? And it's going to be like yeah, that. Yes, yeah. They're going to be untold horror here. Much yes. like Nick's favorite piece of cinema. Yes, uh, absolutely. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive, mm-hmm. the scene well, where the guy's like, this up. every yes. time I have a dream, where I go down there and there's a fucked up guy and it's like well the cure to that is to go down there and we go down see, there there's and there not will be a fucked up guy. guy and it'll be fine and they then go there down was. there and listener I don't want to spoil it for oh. you yeah, and sometimes my ex-girlfriend is dead and sometimes she's not and sometimes there's a time loop paradox where she's dead and she's not dead and that, that movie it's, was movie, it's interesting. All it's all there. So. It's all on the I screen. I need to watch it again because watching <laughs> it... The, if you want to watch it again, I'll be there for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah so watching it one time, me, you do not get it. You will see me one time if you do good. Yeah. Yep. And two times if you do bad. That the is first maybe time, my favorite part of it. You'll see me... I love that guy. ...is me hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> Second time you see me is you hitting the floor. <laughs> 
There's uh, going to be two times. Oh, all right. I have one more I want to touch <laughs> yeah, on before, yeah, yeah. before moving on. Um, Mario 2 was all a dream. Uh, I knew it! <laughs> when you said you had one more, I knew this is where you were going. Mario I two. thought all Mario right. 2 was just that. a game from Japan called Toki Doki Panic. Yeah, it was a dream. You dreamed that. I dreamed <laughs> <laughs> Listener, when we come back, we will be talking about Satoshi Kon's uh, Paprika. Oh, great. I can make another water. Yes. <laughs> I got a recipe for you to try. Check this out. Salted caramel, <laughs> vodka, <laughs> hydrogen. <laughs> Satoshi Khan, the acclaimed director of Perfect Blue and Tokyo Godfathers, comes a visionary tale that crosses the line between reality and imagination. Christmas. Welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every single week. And this week, we all watched Paprika. Paprika. Uh, so, Seb, um, can you tell us why you had us watch the Satoshi Kon Paprika classic? Um, so, the main reason was that uh, it was the only Satoshi Kon film that Nick had not seen. It's true. Um, so, I wanted him to see it, and also, I couldn't think of much else, and I just... Um, thinking about first paprika. Stop, I, don't think, I don't think it's going to come up that much more on this show, so I would just like to say 
that Millennium Actress is really good. You should all watch it if you have not. Um, I, I, I obviously I've seen all his movies. Yeah. <laughs> Start our paprika discussion with saying another well, okay, movie. Okay, so is well, good. it's Satoshi Kon history, right? Like yeah. Seb picked it because it's the only Kon thing that I hadn't seen. I've seen Paranoia Agent the series. I've seen uh, the other three movies: Tokyo Godfather's Perfect Blue, which good. I had you guys do for an good. episode, even yeah. though we had already seen it. Yeah, very recently. Talk about it. Oh, well, that's um, probably where this came up. Well, this yeah. obviously where that came up is we were talking about Satoshi Kon. And then Millennium Actress is something that I didn't watch until uh, What a Cartoon Movie podcast for talk, from Talking mm. Simpsons said they were going to do their their monthly movie show on it, and I'm like, oh, I, I've been meaning to get around to it. And I watched it and I really loved it. Sweet. So yeah. Um, so this was this was a blind spot for me to the point where I didn't even really know what it was about. Before I had seen Paprika and Millennium Actress, I had them both confused in my head all the time because uh, oh, I had seen the different. I had seen yeah. the cover they to Paprika. Of, they have a couple similarities. No, they do. They definitely yeah. do. Well, a lot of oh, this, yeah, from from my knowledge, having seen this a little bit, I don't know if I've seen all of Millennium Actress and and Perfect Blue. You know, like we were talking about earlier in the first segment, a, a director will put. Their themes, whether they like it or not, are going to be woven through yeah, all their movies. So. Through, through his movies, it's definitely separate from yourself that yeah. maybe uh, exemplifies parts of yourself that you might not even be aware of. I, is very, very into this movie as well as it's not as overt a theme in here as it is in Paranoia Agent or Perfect Blue or even Millennium Actress. Um, I think there. Satoshi Khan definitely likes to blur the line between reality and unreality fantasy fantasy. whether that's dreams or a delusion or persona persona or something like that yeah performance like in millennium actress Mm -hmm. so yes yeah i think all of these movies um trust you to figure shit out to some degree in a way that i think is refreshing because a lot of uh, media will just kind of tell you what's going on all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, especially with some of this kind of heady subject matter, it's interesting to just kind of like, I don't know, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when the opening of your movie and, and the premise is, uh-oh, the, the machine that lets you go in other people's dreams and blur them with reality is broken. It's like, oh, shit, we're in for <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole movie. you got to be like, is this a dream? Is this a dream? Is this a dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expected them to play with it more almost. Like, seems I, like they never get out of it. So yeah. I don't know. I felt like they're... They're always doing it. Right. They're, but, like, I feel like in terms of, like, the whole, like, tricking you, like, is this real or yeah, not I thing. Think they only do it, like, maybe oh, once yeah, yeah, or yeah. twice where yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. I, you, I think I woke up, but I haven't woke up yet. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a thing that Nightmare happens Elf, all the very time. Very Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But also very yeah. perfect blue. Like, they, yeah. they uh, like, is this, is this real or not kind of moment. And that's because this is going, this movie's going for a very different kind of tone. And they, they do... Twice they retroactively reveal that something that you thought was real was still part of a fantasy mm-hmm. uh, or a dream. And I think that that's very, I think they did that in a very fun way where it's not too crazy. It doesn't feel like you're getting tricked, tricked as, yeah. as an yeah. audience member, which um, is always but, good. But we should probably explain what the movie is yeah, about. Yeah, I'm going right? to do a quick rundown. Um, so also, I first... we're probably going to spoil this whole thing. So oh, yeah. If, oh, yeah. if you're um, interested, uh, please watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's available I... on the computer. <laughs> So I, um, <laughs> so the first time oh, yeah, I watched this was uh, with Bink in high school. Um, she dragged me to her house and sat me down and made me watch movies. Just the, the same same exact thing in time frame of uh, when I watched uh, Tech on Concrete with her. Um, and this was my first Satoshi Kon movie that I ever watched, and it was great. Like I I loved it. I was like, holy shit, anime can like be like this. 
mm. um, rather than, you know, like just Shonen. Because at that point, I had pretty much just watched Shonen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I really liked it. And then every time she wanted to sit me down to watch another Satoshi Kon film, I did. Um, I All think... you've seen of anime is the episode of Naruto where that one guy can talk to spiders. Like Stop they're... there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this is my fir- my favorite uh, Cone film. Um, wow. Yeah, and then closely followed by Tokyo Godfathers, mm. um, and then Perfect Blue, and then Millennium Actors. But they're all, like, way up there. Like, it's a really close competition. Um, but anyway, so what happens in, in this movie is um, there's a team of scientists. They make a machine that can go into people's brains um, to use for psychotherapy, to analyze dreams, and that kind of thing. Um, somebody steals it, uh, they start implanting uh, a de- crazy delusional dream into other people's heads, and then it starts merging people's dreams together, and it turns into reality, and it turns out the chairman of the company who didn't seem to like the machine is actually trying to use it, A, to take over the world, and B, to get legs, because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, um, there's a guy who can't walk in your movie. Chances are he's the villain, and he wants to use the t- evil technology to try and walk. And his name yeah. is Chairman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Did yeah. Kojima do this? Real Kojima. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I watched the dub, but the way they don't say Chairman, they say Chairman. That's good. <laughs> Which I, is I, like, all right, oh, guys, yeah, take it easy. Sub, so I didn't the notes. Yeah, I was... They should have put a space between it in the subtitles. I was a little bit... Um, <laughs> Uh, wary about watching the the, the dub because I, I usually don't and I was like it'll be fine I want to be able to just look at the visuals of this movie and not have to glance down at subtitles maybe shouldn't have watched the, the dub but oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get into I that think, later yeah, well, they're, they're visuals though yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a great movie I to still look at come out in like 2005 or something like that well, this 2006 is, this, is, this is Madhouse on the absolute top of their game yeah. this era was when they made they made some of their well, I'm talking about stuff. like the, the era of dub voice acting oh sure oh, yeah. alright it was bizarre. I, I um, we'll get into it later. Yeah, okay. so not important. But yeah, this this movie is uh, like all of Satoshi Kon's feature films. Just looks incredible. Yeah, um, it's nice that it is very colorful. As since we just did Perfect Blue, like mm-hmm. as soon as I turned it on, I was like, oh yes, I get to look at this again for an yeah, hour. Yeah, it's and a half. very. Like, he has a very unified aesthetic. It's uh, his characters all look pretty similar, which is interesting because like there are a couple archetypes like the. The cop character in this is basically in every one of his movies. There's mm-hmm. like a, an older a older detective type dude in most of his stuff. And yeah. Paprika as a Paprika herself is kind of like a bubbly pixie anime girl. At one point in this movie, literally a pixie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she has like kind of the cone pixie style of like the the like you know bubbly leading lady character, but. Then in the real world, you have a character, uh, like a, a leading lady that is very much not that, which I like. Yeah, like she's, she's... It's, a, it's a lot oh, like, the, note, um... like the duality of characters in yeah. Perfect Blue. It's yes, like what uh... the, uh, the idle character is versus uh-huh. the reality of yeah. Yeah. Really, really yeah. quick yeah. note. Um, this is based on a book. Yes. So he didn't like the completely come machine, up with it on his own. Maybe? But I, right, but, uh, but I, I do know that. Are called. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just noting that he didn't come up with everything himself. But um, I did watch for our DVD DVD bonuses episode some of the um, interviews with the voice actors and the author of the original book. Um, and he was saying like how much he did like the movie, and there were scenes he would never have thought of in the movie. So so that it's a mix of like mm-hmm. from the book and from. Right. Con- 
But like, I think the thing that oh, we're wow. talking about here, yeah. and and the thing that shines through the most to me about this movie, like honestly, way more so than the, the plotting of it, is the visual style. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the the visual choices that are made here are things that. I can understand why people are still talking about them to this day. Yeah, I think if you watch the first like five minutes of yeah. this movie, you can understand what the draw is from a visual the, perspective. The fucking Absolutely. match yeah. cuts to switch between things in the dream, where it's like, oh, he, he's being he's the, he's being strangled with like a piano wire in this scene, and then he's taking like a goofy picture with yeah. uh, on a date, and then he's on a train, and like it's like yeah, it's they, going. It's like changing channels. Yeah, for, on yeah it's like it's like changing channels. Or to me, it's like doing a really intense mash cut in a film like it's like one element stays the same like when you're doing a mash cut from like the 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 moon in the sky to uh an egg in a frying pan the next morning to show you i just watched uh sherlock like jr the buster keaton film yeah. does that part where it's mm -hmm. he's in a movie screen it keeps changing like he's gonna lean on a tree uh -huh. and then it cuts to a different scene where he's on top of a mountain and he falls down the mountain it's duck yeah. a mountain. <laughs> yeah it's, it does duck yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's very good <laughs> um real quick before we get into um impressions the um it may surprise you that I have some questions about the plot and story of this. Mm. And the, the, yeah, I thought it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> so Paprika is a thing in the dream, like program machine, no. or so that's pa like Paprika is Chiba's dream, dream alter ego, dream avatar. Yeah, which thing. she, I suppose, has separated from her real life persona. Okay, yes. but right. it is. Her. It, it is, God. and like Paprika has that like corny line towards the end where she's like, you know, maybe you're a part of me and not the other way around. <laughs> uh, and it's like I'm the to real a degree, you. Paprika is acting in a dream the way that Chiba wants to act in real life. But yes. is how yeah. true is that? It's but she's not extremely reserved. As yeah, 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 yeah. Got through it, most got of the film, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. because um, I did. Uh, find it like like i said when i turned it on it's like immediately like oh it's the same visual style like i like this i get to watch it like the way that paprika moves is exactly the same as the the fantasy, the Mima. fantasy Mima, like the yeah. prancing uh -huh. like uh -huh. yeah but like skipping. wicked fast yeah. like yeah <laughs> flying around the screen like like skipping is the fastest form of movement i mm -hmm. thought it was just she, she, awesome. she does the classic like show up in the reflection every so often yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely an intentional thing. yeah i it's love cool. i love all that alter ego stuff it's, i love when she was really doing cool. like fucking ryuk and death note at one point where, where yeah. uh, she was going to like do the the playground area or whatever it is to do the investigation and then in the in like the reflective glass she uh Africa's like watch out and like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like having someone on comms or something yeah. like saying snake you need to get out of well, there right yeah. now it's so dream. cool because that's like your your subconscious talk uh -huh. talking to you like yeah. where it is still it's, you but uh -huh. it's, it's a like, way to visualize it it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's how that's represented um, thing. Pretty wait, neat. is there anything else oh no yeah i, I gotta know a little bit. yeah, yeah. I think that's well worth, i mean that's worth establishing uh yeah, that's good yeah, I mean, but well, why don't we not that we. Right, yeah, all right. I'll I'll just go first so we can get all this out of the way. So um, I like this. Thought it was great. Um, I was a little bit lost in the plot. I think because I distracted myself with the instead of streamlining it and being like, oh, I'll just have the dub playing. I'll be able to, um, you know, focus on the. Well, you the had thing. the subtitles. I had on the subtitles too, going too. Which yeah, I'm sure they're this. It's a subtitle track that doesn't yep. map. Completely right? different. It's, it's so me. the whole time I'm like, oh, yep. that's interesting. That's how they translated that, or like, oh, that's yeah. how that is portrayed in that's more in a clumsier way. It's like you, if you, unless you have the re release physically, 
Yeah. Most of the time, the subtitles will match what's translate directly translated and not what the dub actors are saying. Yeah. Because yeah, anime fans hate it when you use the dub subtitles for the Japanese audience. Oh, yeah. That's fucked so, up, too. You, it you totally makes sense. You have more freedom to um, translate more accurately, I think, in subtitles because you don't have to because you're like, just reading it you don't have to make it fit in someone's mouth yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm or make saying. it sound natural yeah totally my fault i should have just turned one or the other yeah off, it's really weird and awkward to have to do that yeah I, I just was too lazy didn't turn off but um so yeah obviously visuals were amazing all that dream stuff is just perfect for animation showcase it's why I try not to bring up inception too much but like the or like even doctor strange or like we're showing that yeah visual like shit is something you can only do in animation or in like a completely yeah, or cg if, or if you're fucking, in the disney world. you can yeah you can make some <laughs> poor person in one of your vx vfx houses work eight thousand hours and then fire them after the yeah, thor has to come out next week by the way you're fired next week <laughs> <laughs> finish thor first hmm. uh, well you know what i wonder if this will have any impact on the quality of the movie probably not uh, <laughs> <laughs> telling i'll kill you after this movie is done doesn't always make a, a good movie in the end uh, but uh, yeah, um, the part that really stuck with me was definitely obviously the parade. Like the movie opens on this, or the first dream thing you see, right, is the parade. Mm-hmm. They yeah, they do a little. I, uh, or the, the first, first really dramatic yeah, dream I, thing you see, but it's early on. Like the, the opening scene is the detective. Is the detective? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. The That's circus, right. and then from the circus you go into the big action scene where yeah. you're going through his whole dream through the guy falling down the through hallway. The, yeah, there's, he's chasing the the perp. Uh-huh. Which we later find out is his movie, the plot of his movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, and then you see the guy get killed in the hallway, and then he like falls through the wobbly floor. The, that, all that sense really. That cool. was my least favorite thread. I think was the detective story. That I felt really they, like completely disconnected. I really liked how they revealed that it wasn't serious as like as like the twist to it. Yeah, is that the thing that he was because like he's not for, upset that he yeah. got his friend killed. He's yeah. upset that he didn't he's finish the that, movie yeah, that he was making with him. Like take his friend's friendship seriously and that's something that keeps him up at night and now it's too late yeah yeah, it's too late i can't tell him i'm sorry and like that is way more compelling to me than doing the same thing that we've seen a hundred million times of like oh it's the one case that got away the one i couldn't yeah i'm a hardcore detective Uh i couldn't save uh-huh. Whoever. Yeah, yeah, he only shows up actually doing his job one time. <laughs> and he, it's not I, like you could really do that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of liked that thread because it was like, to me, it seemed like they were showing what the real application of this technology yeah, why, was meant to do. Why you would invent something yeah, that could yeah, be exactly. this destructive. And I thought yeah. it was, in, like, I liked that it kind of actually worked, like, using, like, really uh, inspecting his dream and trying to figure out why he would shoot himself or what he what, what yeah, that yeah, represents yeah. it also does get to do a lot of those dream tropes and things you hear all the time it's like everyone in your dream is a representation of you yeah. and like it has your, your brain face. right yeah, right yeah. because yeah. you and like your dream your dream brain cannot generate new faces it can't yeah make exactly new yeah you can you will it's it's just like we were fucking talking about with the movie thing it's yes. like you will always be 
you can only talk from your perspective, no matter how much you have an empathy for other people. Yeah, and funny. everything I will thought, always be you. I like this movie, but talking about this stuff with you guys is making me like it more. Like it's making yeah. me realize some things that I weren't think about, weren't thinking about <laughs> are on the screen. I weren't it's thinking about that. I won't, I won't think about it. <laughs> this do make you think a little bit, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it in the next episode, but mm-hmm. talking about movies is always almost more fun than watching them sometimes but uh, you were talking about the parade sequence. yes oh yeah so it re- immediately jumps you into this just incredibly complicated and abrasively like over technical animated. yeah over animated <laughs> which is the point definitely mm-hmm. to be unsettling this parade of like you know when people represent dreams in fiction it's like oh a phone has a mouth and it talks to you. It's like most people maybe don't have dreams like that, but mm-hmm. it's really awesome to see it in this context. Like it's, so it's this giant parade of like toys and like animals. I kept, I kept going to the refrigerator. There's like refrigerators. Refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Up front. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> leading. The, he's, there's a lucky cat that moves up and down yeah. dolls. Dolls in this giant pyramid uh-huh. with like, like a pagoda. Float. Yeah, yeah. A exactly. that's being carried like if you, the way you would see an emperor, like a palanquin or something like yeah. that. Like parking meters dancing down the street. It's just like, and of course, or it's not of course, Ali. but. It's yeah. Prince Ali. The background is a desert, and uh-huh. the um, which in a, one of those stupid explained videos that uh, Nick watched as, With the, as the well. Red circle in the arrow. Yep, um, I saw as like <laughs> a, a maybe a representation of like dot like surrealism in art is usually on the uh, backdrop is like yeah. a desert or anything. Yeah, all that. So so you have that like really stoic background, and then this completely overanimated crazy parade, and then in front of that you have confetti, which makes it even more like intense mm-hmm. to look at because there's like three layers of just. I saw the really desert more as stuff. because you go from desert to the woods into the city, so you're going farther isolated towards civilization, like yeah. the, the dreams slowly merge. It's towards... like coming into reality yeah. or whatever, but. It's just like incredible to look yeah. at. And immediately you're like, oh my God, this is a, an achievement. Whether this movie has no, pl- this movie could have no plot. And you'd just be like, holy shit, I could watch that for. Yeah, like it's there, incredible. Are, there are music videos that have this kind of premise and don't have a plot that are very. It doesn't very matter. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just it like, matter. oh, cool, I get to look at this for a while. And the music is crazy and manic and oh, I've chaotic. I've never heard music like this again. It's yeah. like mixing of genres so and it's like a carnival. Yeah. Oh, and um, another thing that I think this movie's quality lets it get away with is, and its its premise is showing you the same thing multiple times. Like, yeah. you see the detective's like, oh, they, dream they like really three times, yeah. and it's like, hey, <laughs> usually I like to. Um, Alex always notes that I like whenever I watch anime. I'm like, oh, that's cheap. An yeah. ele- <laughs> elevator well, scene. We're doing the Gundam <laughs> we love that movie episode. We were having a good time with that. The yeah. thing is, they, they re You know what's cheap it. to animate? A yeah, coffee well, cup yes, on a table with voiceover over it. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. I'm talking about the dream. His oh, dream, yes. he, yeah. he does something slightly different every time. So it's, it's oh, yeah? a, a little bit of a different angle. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember shots, seeing him falling through the ribbon floor a lot. And then you see the parade definitely from the same point. You have a recurring dream. That's yeah, like. it works. Yeah. It so works. They justify it. And um, while while I'm on the ribbon floor thing, definitely my favorite, uh, maybe like scene or whatever or recur- part of the movie is when the main uh, scientist character, whose alter ego is Chiba. Paprika Chiba, Chiba? yeah, um, she 
vaults over like a, a waist high guardrail mm-hmm. and just goes through the the floor or like the whole scene like mm-hmm. she's jumping into like a tarp where there's nothing under it mm-hmm. and then later she goes to vault over uh one of those guardrails and like hesitates for a second because she's like yeah oh am i gonna fall through the floor that, again that, like, that sequence is really cool because they like at that point in the movie they'd already shown you that they've been like without their knowledge, putting people into dreams. So yeah. it's like, and it, she people comes across. People are getting put into dreams against their will, and you see like car crashes that happen because of that. Yeah, people running and, out into the street, delusional. Oh yeah, and, the and, so yeah, she, at the as office she goes to jump over that, she almost jumps off the building. It's yeah. like it's it's crazy. Like they snap her out of it, thankfully, but it's like a crazy cool thing. Oh, and then of course she hesitates again when she gets to the in reality place like, yeah or at least i think that might be reality but or just even encountering the same waist high like yeah it's just your brain is like now she's afraid like, it's, it's it's the like mouse in a her. in a fucking maze thing it's like oh last time i touched this cheese i got electrocuted mm-hmm. i don't i'm gonna be hesitant to it even though she knows oh maybe it is a dream and i won't actually get hurt or you know dreams blending with the reality maybe i'm jumping up yeah. a fucking building or whatever i just thought that was really really cool yeah uh paprika really fun love the this the premise of this movie is just an excuse to do some crazy dream or crazy like the we talked about the the fairy pixie scene it's like oh i get to animate this like tinkerbell flying around running away like a bunch of yeah the the vines vines, like the the george the jungle thing yeah yeah. (laughs) really funny to have that in there like anybody dreams that they're tarzan ever but it's just something you do (laughs) i think that that one of the funnier things about that is that it's like it ties back to this guy where he doesn't want to admit to himself that he likes movies because then he has to confront this thing yeah he's in yeah spot of trauma about the yeah. movie that he made but so. it's, he's obviously still thinking about things in yeah. terms of movies because all his dreams like she points out early on she's like this isn't these aren't your re- memories that you're dreaming about you're dreaming about like stuff you watched yeah like, this is a spy thriller it, this is a romance yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cool I, I like that as a it's also fun to have a character in your movie be like i hate movies it's like <laughs> bro you're in one yeah. dude <laughs> This oh, also, also, if you hate movies so much, why are you dreaming about them, dude? You go to bed, you're dreaming yeah. about the movies all the time. And you immediately put at odds that there's no... You can't be a guy who also doesn't like movies and is watching this movie. Like you're always going to be against you that character. You simply would not be, have made it this far. You couldn't be here. You wouldn't have paid for admission to get in here. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a great showcase of some really incredible animation. I wish... Um, you know, a lot of people's work goes into these movies, but it's sad to lose the director and the, the creative vision behind yeah, he, it. He was 46. He had cancer. Yeah, it's yeah, a bummer. Really Always had to use, lose someone like young like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he did such amazing work, and clearly there was going to be more of it. But um, yep. it's cool that he got to do yeah. all the, all these great pieces of media. Yeah, yeah so it, it doesn't take all that stuff away. Yeah, Fink so. named her lizard after him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives on. I knew the lizard before I knew the director, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, you know, we don't do ratings or anything on this podcast. I think I still like Perfect Blue better. I, maybe because I, I was kind of confused. Tighter, yeah, which yeah. I, can't, I appreciate more in movies, though, personally. Mm-hmm. Millennium Actress, which I've, I've been saying I I really like that one for the past couple of weeks, but I think I'm confusing it with you, Alex, one time watched this like 
um, what's it called? Not a compilation, but a uh, oh yeah, you're thinking segmented. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah what's the one where they're in space and they're they're reminiscing I don't what on that the short was called? But it, yeah, the movie is called Memories. Yeah, it's that was three, good. <laughs> it's a three short film collection. One of those short films is about an actress, right? Or a like a oh, is it an it's AI? I don't know. You, you remember it more than I do. Yeah, apparently it very <laughs> yeah, stuck no, with they, me, yeah, but they I confuse it with a distress signal. They're on yeah. like a spaceship, a derelict spaceship. Got to watch Millennium Actress again. So, um, uh, I yeah, some of the plot yeah, stuff was a little confusing. You've watched too. I feel like we watched that all together, right? I think I watched the Christmas one. No, I don't think I've seen That's, that one. You it's can't. Yeah. Didn't Especially we now watch? Been watching more older film. Yeah. We're going to get a lot out of both those movies, Tokyo Godfathers and Millennium Actress. Yeah. Tokyo Godfathers, just like last year or something, they made an incredible new dub. Like, really good. Oh, yeah. Good. There's, oh, there's yeah. a trans character, and they actually got a trans person to wow. dub. Wow. When did the I was dub really come worried out? about it. It came out like 2019 or something. This was like. Oh, really very cool. Recent. The same year that. you won the yeah. track and field That's championship. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, Nick's wearing the shirt, and I can't stop staring at it. Won't make it it's it's not in the probably. episode, and it's a visual <laughs> visual detail. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. A little confused on the plot, but I think that doesn't matter with a movie like this because it's so visual. And that, that's and the kind of thing that if you ever watch it again, exactly. You better... I need to watch yeah, it again because like you'll get it more if you watch it again. But also at the same time, even though I, I think who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, so not who cares time, to you. Cares. It, it was still fun to watch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You don't have <laughs> but, um, to. I also think that the message doesn't necessarily have to be linked to the plot. Yes. Yeah. Um, totally. If you get the like the the message, I mean, the guy a guy literally says like, "Truth comes from fiction." You know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like yeah. how dreams and, and fiction and. Mm-hmm. I saw this reality. this bizarre read on it in a YouTube video I hastily watched before I fell asleep before the recording. Um, oh, yeah. Where you need to set an alarm for recording. I did, but then well, I he was just, dreaming. I it's fine. He's doing homework. <laughs> I did the podcast already in my dream. I don't know what to say why alarms. I have to come back. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Um the his statement was like all about the 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 like the obese main character and being like, you can you can too much of anything is bad. Too much reality is bad, too much dream is bad, too much food is bad. You gotta blend you know, you're you're this. I would challenge that. that guy's read because the way she beats the bad guy at the end is by consuming him in a way, mimicking mm. the the guy that they're she likes. Metaphor, but the, she's their metaphorical child eats reading. the entire dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she embraces her dream persona and yeah. and is always digging on the her partner for overconsumption and then is able to and yeah, embrace over she, she likes it. And she likes him. Yeah. She she does it like But she, she won't that admit that to she's herself. Like, I don't want you to change. The only reason I would want you to stop eating is because I don't want you to like die. Attack. Yeah. yeah. Um and like I think that that is that's actually something that I really appreciate about this movie is that like um We'll jump into it, Nick. I think uh, Yeah, yeah go ahead. I'm, I'm all I'm all good. Something I really appreciate about this movie is that because of how reserved our main character is, her the the guy that she's harboring a crush on isn't the detective or one of her bosses or the uh, attractive Smithers guy uh, that, he, <laughs> yeah, that is working Smithers for the chairman. Oh, yeah, like, he is a I Smithers. Think his, his well, yeah, the, I, I yeah. think it's I think it's but, super interesting and good that the like the detective is like clearly into her, but she's like like not no, interested. No, I, in yeah. I am into I am into the overweight scientist that I work with every day. Yeah, and I like that because my it's, science partner. It's messy in a way that's real. Like mm-hmm. you know, you if you talk to anyone. Right in real life, or you see people post about it online, they'll say, "How on earth 
did she get with him? And it's like, uh, it's like you know, a, a gorgeous conventional It's a picture of Ed Sheeran. It's a picture of Ed Sheeran. I was going to say Shrek and Fiona. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, and like, you know, sometimes people will do this the other way too, but the way the stigmas of our society means that most of the time it is a gorgeous, conventionally attractive woman and a guy who is not considered conventionally and attractive And Ed Sheeran. In some it's way. usually Ed Sheeran. And, 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 and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's always Ed Sheeran. Who is he it's dating? That, I'm that, sure he's dating absolutely um, It's that picture of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson, where he's like standing in someone's kitchen and he has like the man bun and the beard that don't look right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that picture. They're like, how on earth were you? Microwaving a like, tinfoil like bowl some, of pasta. Like, yeah, <laughs> not, not everyone is going to have the, the conceptions of attractiveness that that fit exactly in and when people are like well the math is wrong on this it's like no you're not seeing them as humans who can make their own decisions yeah maybe they like, care there about is no math. <laughs> yeah. yes people can make their own decisions separate from yeah. what the math might look like on this and in a lot of movies especially ones that are going to be cast by let's say an executive you'd want to get the the hot the, the beefiest guy and the hottest it's woman be a power couple yeah and um uh when you're uh when you are a multi-hit director with uh, like being uh, also adapting a book where this was also already a plot point in there, I feel like you can just say like this is how it's gonna be, uh, and that's one thing that I appreciate about the movie. Um, I also I really like uh, how this movie shows people's conceptions of themselves in a way that I don't think is hacky, like. Uh, I feel like I think of the the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street six or whatever, where everyone's like, "In my dream, I'm a superhero." <laughs> like, Sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like I don't think it's so clean cut a lot of the time. Like uh, uh, the imagination for the 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 science, one of the big scientist guys, like the older scientist guy, imagines himself as like uh, you know a king with a kingly court and stuff like that. Like he's in he's in royal robes when he's imagining himself in the dream. And then he gets pulled into the parade, and they like put him at the head of the parade, and all yeah, that. He's yeah, he's the. Uh, uh, what is his name? It's like Toshiro or something like that. Which Definitely one? starts with a T. Um, the, the love interest. The big guy. Oh, um, uh, the lead scientist. Ta- yes. Ta- I literally Ta-Kido? just. Look, I think it's Takedo. Tokido. <laughs> two on the nose. I was close. Tokido. 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 <laughs> I kept wanting to call him Tokido, the uh, famous Tokita. fighting game player, and I, the, I'm like, the that's famous wrong. Mexican dish. <laughs> the to- Tokido, as in. You know the murder face, the forty-year-old Akuma player. Uh, no, of course, I can't. of course. So yes, yes, the thing everyone knows. That I'm, know I'm gonna call, sorry, I got combo breaker on the brain. Um, combo brainer on the brain. combo brainer on the break. Get brain. God, I want to be there so bad. <laughs> well, it's good news. You will be uh, soon. A few days. Anyway, um, uh, you were talking about yes, his so, dream. So his representation. So, you know, yeah. His uh, rep- dream representation is as a big toy robot, mm-hmm. which I think is like both. He's not imagining himself so much as a real robot, although he does do some real robot things later on. <laughs> but uh, it's mostly just as like a, as like a, a tool, body like for a... himself. Yeah, like oh, a tool. Because okay. like, he can it, still it, eat with it. Yeah, and... he's got his fa- own face on there, but he's not like he's. You could say, oh, he's like he thinks of himself as a machine, like something meant to accomplish specific tasks. That's that a sci- it's a science brain to bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is, yeah exactly. He's, what, what an inventor scientist uh-huh. might think of himself as. But like, I, I think they call him immature, and I think it's less of yeah, a science and, and brain kidding. thing and more yeah. of a, yeah, I'm yeah, he thinks of himself. kid thing. Cool robot, love yeah, robot, yeah. cool. Thing. It's like, well, it's a childish thing. It's a toy robot. 
And that's where's the and, amusement park shirt? Yeah, it yeah. ends up being a plot point. Uh, uh-huh. A little <laughs> bit of a tangent. When I love when they go to that guy's house, the other programmer's house uh-huh. that died, and it's like full of fucking toys and models and stuff, and they're all like, "Oh, this fucking guy! This, you work <laughs> with this guy? Doll guy. Oh, yeah. This guy's fucking." Yeah, he like made little robot. Dolls. Worst nightmare yeah. of Eddie. Eddie. One of us. You need uh, a creepy people, apartment to walk when into. People, <laughs> when people walk into my home after I die, and they're like, this fucking this guy. Fucking yeah, they're, and they're looking at my dolls. We've, I will be like... We've like, each entrusted each other to burn all of our possessions if we were to die, lest our families see them. i Fujisaki that Alex has right behind this. It's got the big bomb. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Um, good game. We should play that. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, but like the first segment will be learning Japanese. <laughs> yeah. it. all, we're gonna prepare for one year to do one episode. <laughs> I know how to say arboretum already, so that's <laughs> that'll be a good start. So, um, this movie to me, it's only the only way I can truly say that it has flaws are basically in comparison to other con works or other films. Like it's really hard to not grade it on a curve because it's so gorgeous and so fun to to just just absorb all the visuals of this movie and like they're always showing you like because of the the dream nature of things they're showing you for example like uh Chiba getting peeled out of paprika towards the end. <laughs> Coming yeah. out of a literal chrysalis. Yeah. God, I, <laughs> yeah. So or, one, one thing that made me um, hold off on doing this, and also um, when I showed this for Illustration Club's animation night mm-hmm. um, one time, was that scene that's pretty much a rape scene. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's um, uh, going inside her, yeah, uh, he, metaphorically and yeah, literally. Yeah, he, to... he like, Odinite oh, with on, the other guy. adults, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. But, but, but it's, an, it's an uncomfortable scene. I mean, I especially um, hesitated to do it at, at UConn, and, and, you know, it was yeah, a bunch of people yeah. I didn't really If you're trying to convince anyone that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. anime specifically is... Uh, Art worthy of criticism. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole, well, movie, like, even if you saw that in the movie, I think anybody would agree this is art. It's just uncomfortable. And it shows it as, like, it's not like it's. Yeah, it's not portrayed as good. It, like, I, I think it's. I think it's I, um, Hold on, I was I had to rework the sentence I was about to okay. say. Yeah, Ooh. it was uh, about to say I think it's good. I was, I, I was going to say I think it's. Good. I think <laughs> it's a powerful I, scene. I yes. think what what Seb is getting at, if I can offer a different. If you didn't expect it, it's really uncomfortable. It's good, and it's it's an important part of the movie because bad characters are going to do bad things in movies. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to say to someone, hey, check out this movie, and then just Mm -hmm. show them that. Especially if they have, like, trauma. Yeah, you don't know what people have gone through and everything, and... You know, you gotta. That's why. Yeah, you gotta put like a. You know, it is not. You never uh, know what someone's not gonna like. It is uh, a kind of a visceral scene, even though it's like visually kind of tame. It's not like. I wish I was warned. She was being metaphorical when she said, "You suck that guy's dick to get higher in the company," or do you think she was being literal? (laughs) Oh, okay. So, so I think she was being. Literal when she said that in order to get the um, the position that he had. No, 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 no. She she accuses him of selling his body to get the um, what what is the the, the, the DC? Oh, the, the DC, DC mini. We haven't even From said DC mini. The, yeah. the dreamcast. Oh, I love how many times they say the DC mini. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But it was to uh, Himura, mm-hmm. who's the guy who died. The the other guy. Yeah. 
Um, she accuses him of selling his body to that guy. When they go into his apartment, there are like gay magazines in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not and to he also, and he's also selling his body basically to the other guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, give his he literally yeah. gives his body away or gets his body taken by the that's guy right, who can't huh? walk. In uh, if I may per- use up one of our uh, Bank Simpsons references, it's just like the. the I already said. Uh, I have another one on deck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say trap few zip earlier too, yeah. but that, that's not a dream. It's a telekinetic uh, message yeah. that Bart sends over. Uh, I was thinking that always that scene always reminds me of the Twin Peaks thing of like saying something wrong, conveying a message wrong to someone that they then have to work out later, mm-hmm. but. That's so off track. Never mind. Yes. So, uh, so yes. Um, Chiba getting peeled out of paprika like a chrysalis. Uh, the the scene of uh, the, the the constant mash cuts uh, where our detective is is getting like brought through different uh, scenes, like, and um, then the the basically the music video with the opening titles where Paprika's skipping through like yeah. the, the oh the man that yeah, was and the, incredible. the way the credits are like kind of scrolling on things like they're being mm-hmm. projected like they're not so good real. Yeah, yeah it's not like, diegetic is that diegetic but, or no is diegetic only used for music uh, no it's if it's uh, an effect of the film that is also happening in the film I think it's mostly used for sound but I think that that's yeah. the right term yeah yeah yeah, I, right. yeah. That that's fascinating. I when I was fiddling with the subtitles, instead of fast forwarding through that to get back to where I was, I just watched that shit again because uh-huh. it, it fucking yeah, rocked. Really good. I that's also good watched the segments. last forty five minutes of this movie again. <laughs> Maybe I should have just watched the whole movie again. Yeah, because yeah, that's already because like I just half watched the, the resolve. Yeah, I didn't it's only watch 90 the. Minutes. I missed. I felt like I missed something in the middle, but I ended up just watching the climax again. But it was still worth it. Mm. Good stuff. I really like the when people are getting like absorbed into the parade, like it's a big mass of goo. Yeah, like they just, just turn so into more shit. bodies Assimilated that you can it. just like be totally enveloped in it, like it's a liquid. The thing is, like everything is animate. Like it's not like they implied that this thing is here. It's yeah. like they drew that. And thing. they're all unique and on yeah. on their own mm-hmm. rhythms and stuff. It's insane. Oh, I I also I like the love thing the... With the little tower of the politicians that are climbing on top of each other. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything has like a, a bit of symbolism to uh-huh. convey. The yeah. businessman jumping off, oops, sorry, jumping off the building. Yeah, they're yeah. doing the he synchronized swimming dive yeah. off the reference. A lot of the gibberish people say is like related to shit. Ah, then, the gibberish. But gibberish uh, so like some of it is related to the plot. Some of it is just like a, a weird statement or commentary. And then some of it is just completely, I have no idea what you're trying to say, which is the point. Better look for in suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though I wonder if in Japanese some things ta- uh, it's just twin work a little bit better based on like metaphor or idiom or something yeah. like that. Um, or if some of that like I could analyze and come up with some actual yeah, meaning sure for everything that they say. Yeah, really look into it. I like that representation of going crazy too. Is like, oh fuck, he joined the parade. He's <laughs> yeah. he's on the fucking COVID's a, yeah. a, a farce parade now. Yeah. He's, he's, That's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, now. the parade yeah. is QAnon actually. Yeah, because people will just spout a bunch of nonsense and then go fucking. I'm Some like, I'm in. The, I'm on like board that. now. Like. Oh, we it, don't need to get into this, but so, it's always prescient. So paranoid schizophrenia, like delusional s- stuff, when people start. You know, if they're not medicated and it is a health issue, not like a, oh my God, that guy's crazy. Fuck that guy. You know, it's it's like a legitimate problem. People will actually just 
say shit like this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it's concerning. Because it's stewing in your brain, when and the then you just say it out loud, and it's like... Kind of spill out. Yeah, like exactly. on this show. Like, <laughs> yes. exactly like us on the show. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> trap, trap so you like movie, Nick? I did like movie. Um, Nick movie like, yeah? I, it's See, the thing is, I recognize that it has flaws, but I can't get them out of my mouth because I just want to talk about another beautiful visual scene that I really enjoyed. Okay. I think that the only things that I would have problems with are things like like plot and structure that are I think are intentionally put by the wayside in order to show you more stuff. The last uh, thing that I want to discuss before I pass this over to Alex before you is, pass on. Yeah, before I pass on <laughs> is I yeah, want to sorry, uh, it's Nick's last episode. Last episode. Rip. 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 Chicago, Rip. That's a, that's a He's joining the parade. <laughs> So, um, Mom, where'd our, our dog go? He went to Chicago. He was in Chicago. <laughs> He's in the jardinier. He's between two buns now. So, Where's last? One, one so bun. I really like the idea, as I was saying during Cam's impressions, of having this detective story, detective's story that is introduced as a hacky, stupid, the case that got away sort of thing. The person I couldn't save. I was chasing someone and they got away and... I'm going to regret it. It's very much like a way to give your character a flaw that doesn't implicate them in any way. Like they don't make any bad decisions. They were just, they just weren't fast enough, you know, this one time. But instead it is him using the language of movies, giving himself a a crappy backstory to, to talk about something he doesn't want to confront, which is like my, my friend and I, we were really close to each other, but I just didn't finish this thing with him and we grew apart and I just never, Got the chance well, to died. say sorry. He died. Yeah, he yeah. dies. That's yeah. right. Okay. He he died. He died, and it's not. I didn't kill him. He did. He wasn't shot. It was just a regular. He was sick. Yeah, he was re- yeah. just regular. He was sick, and he died. And I should have gone over there and reconnected with him. I should have said, "Hey, buddy, let's finish our movie." And because of this, he can't. He can't look at his life through movies, even though that's something that he maybe could have like gone to college for and done. Like it he, was a little bit. Uh, too quaint that in the dream he gets to see his friend and his friend says it's fine don't worry about it but i guess that's how all of us work through you know yeah, whatever exactly. there is no uh, real way to resolve yeah, that you there's can't no resolve real it. way to resolve and like, yeah i like how i was a little again worried that the end of the movie was going to be him like like uh quitting his detective job and going on a set or something but instead he just goes to see a movie which shows you that he's able to move past it but he does he's not changed so much that he shifts his entire life around it's just now on his day off he can he can go see a movie something he wasn't able to do before how i end a sweet movie recommendation yeah he goes to the theater that plays four satoshi Kon movies and uh one different one one not movie that it's called dreaming kids which i thought was a little little on the nose (laughs) (laughs) a little bit but like could be the name of all there's a lot that i like about this movie uh narratively and i think that that is I think that that is a strong side plot to me, especially like a guy who is like, you know, these movies are Cohn's legacy, right? Like, and the the end of the movie is is a guy going to a theater where they're showing all of Cohn's other movies yeah. and saying, "I'll take one." Could bring and, bring uh, a tear to your eye if you think about it too yeah, much. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's sad. sad. It's, it's it's it is sad. It's about somebody who left their legacy in movies that's passed on. He's not with us anymore. And then you, you can still see a bit of him on the screen and a bit of everyone who had their hand in this movie, a bit of ink and paint, a bit of a sketch, a bit of a piece of dialogue. It's all there. And I think that that is truly kind of a beautiful thing. 
Yeah, and our our dreams merge with his in a yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Movies are one Movie. of cinema's greatest devices. The greatest trick cinema ever pulled was making a movie. <laughs> Movies are a technique used in cinema. I yeah. think it's one of Alex's favorite cinematic techniques. Thank movies. you. Alex, what do you think of Paprika? Uh, I like this. Um, this You've is seen my, this before? Uh, yes, but like a really long time yeah. ago. I know uh, you're a Satoshi Kon fan. Yeah, I, and this was always the one that I remember the least fondly, maybe. I, it's the one I had not rewatched. Uh, so, like, I had seen all of his other movies at least twice. So I had a fresher idea of what they were in my head. Um, on revisit, this movie is really good, and to me, like my kind of the way that I formed my brain around this film was that this, like, you can really tell that this was his. Um, well, I mean, he unfortunately died, but like his last movie, this came after all of these other movies, which were successful, mm-hmm. because I think that this movie has less to say. Yes, he does. He's kind of running out of juice. Not like running out of ideas to of well, there, yeah, there are plenty of like ideas that. on the screen, yeah, right? I think it has it's less it, it is heady and it is interesting, but it is not it is not as cerebral as Perfect Blue, and it's not as like it, it's, it's not, not as, as emotional or emotional as Tokyo mm. Godfathers, and, yeah, and it doesn't contain a as as fully realized of a character as Millennium Actress, and that's not a I, I don't want to say that's a flaw. But I think it's interesting to examine within the context of his filmography because it's something that uh, he's already done a lot of that stuff. So it, it is interesting and cool to make a movie about dreams that can just do all sorts of cool, crazy shit. Um, and I think my favorite sequence overall, I touched on it a little bit. I really like all of the openings. The first the first time we get through the... Um, the, the detective's like whole dream sequence that we then see a few more times throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love pulling up on the carnival as he's a secret agent, whispering to a mask on the back of a kid's head that mm-hmm. talks to him, and then getting pointed oh, out of the crowd, of the... put into the cage as people with his face mob him. Uh-huh. All of that stuff. Get him. So, and then it's all it's so him. evocative and cool. That that could be the whole trailer for the movie. Is like a. Uh, a thin businesswoman running at you with a, a male detective's face, like an older male detective's <laughs> yeah. face. It's just so yeah. like uh, iconic They're and like him. unsettling it's like, and yeah, awesome. It's, it's like a, an immediate shot of, okay, this is what we're dealing with, both um, visually and how well it's animated, but also like these are a lot of the different tricks we're going to pull. And they continue to pull out cool, interesting ones, but like, uh, all of that stuff rules, like standing in the wobbly hallway and mm-hmm. falling through the floor or like getting in an elevator. I love it when he sees the individual scenes when he's in the elevator. That's kind of a later scene. But yeah. um, Paprika is like the elevator attendant and mm-hmm. he's like uh, going to each of the individual floors and yeah. each of yes. the like, movie yes. references. I don't want to go to 17 and all but, the yeah. numbers turn into 17. That hap- that, okay, so this is the thing that literally fucking happens to me in my dreams. <laughs> like shit like this happens. Did you watch this movie or? No, I, I, maybe, but like I'll, I'll have stress dreams about being late for work and trying to call my boss and I can't dial the number because yeah. I don't all the numbers here. are the I don't same. Want to go here. Oh shit. Yeah, like yeah. All, all the numbers are the same or I can't my fingers won't press the numbers or something like that. Yeah, inevitability and loss of like 
control control yeah. or what's the agency is yeah. Yeah. it's always a I dream, had a, I feel. It, I, it's funny you mentioned like connections between this film and dream because i had um one moment where i was like wow that is exactly like a dream that i've had before mm-hmm. of when he walks out of the elevator and it's like the the street with all the movie houses lined up on either side. I've had a dream that was exactly like that. And I thought I was dreaming about like a version of New Orleans that I saw in a movie once or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I, like, it had to have been a, a movie set I was dreaming about because it was like it was like a Vegas strip kind of place where everything was lit up in in lights, not neon necessarily, but like big billboards on everything in a way. But it was all so close to me. It's not like they were tall buildings. And it was like oh, every building was only two stories, almost like a Wild West saloon set that everything yeah. was lit up a certain way. And I'm like, that is exactly like an environment that I have dreamed about. Oh, yeah, and, that's great. And I thought that that was so, so cool. I think it does. That. It takes guys... some classic tropes from dreams and media yeah. and yeah, does sure. them in a unique enough way where it's mm-hmm. still recognizable. Yeah, it's really it, cool. Yeah, and you guys, and I, I'm not like being like, why didn't you want to? But um, it's when I suggested we talking about like, our dreams like mm-hmm. i think that stuff is interesting the rest of the dream yeah. is not interesting no but i, I <laughs> but think that, stuff like that, that is space. interesting and, and it shows because different motifs that happened in this movie happen mm-hmm. in people's dreams they're common they're mm-hmm. i i know. like hearing about other people's dreams but i i've heard from other people that hearing about other people's dreams is not i fun. think it sucks and it's no yeah, I, so i wanted to I, just I avoid it yeah in, I, in, I think it's interesting to to see how uh other what other people's because there's always so much to read into yeah. It, yeah like yeah. I, this this is really well i'll talk yeah. about it off pod remind me to all right yeah, whatever. okay we're a bit restrained well i know yeah i don't want to i don't want to throw us on another Good. completely right. yeah it is getting late so. um i but yeah i like this movie i think uh a lot of the um, the uh, paprika stuff is interesting. I like I talked about talked to that a little bit too, but I like that it's um, it is another side of this character that they don't express in real life, but it is the the part of them that comes out in dreams. And it, it's interesting that like the other characters kind of have that, like we explained, but a lot of them are truer to themselves, which is like says an interesting thing about Chiba that mm-hmm. she would she is someone completely different. Yes. Yeah. She has paprika within her, but it is, and she's consciously choosing not to act like that at all times. Yeah. You, yeah. you see some of it come out, like when she confronts um, Tokita. Yeah. Tokita. Um, and she's like, you're so irresponsible. And and paprika acts like that sometimes in, in the dreams where she's like, just saying what's on her mind and, you know, just digging into people. And Chiba does that at that point. Um, and then there's, at the end, when they kind of, like, come back into reality and they're in the hospital with Tokida, and she actually cracks a smile. Like, she, she has yeah. a, more of an expression on her face. Um, so she has changed a bit and melded a little bit more with Paprika. Yeah, it's a good personal growth thing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into that uh, in media generally. Um, I like the uh i like the old dude uh, the old doc uh, the old oh, the uh, chief scientist. yeah i yeah. wish he was I in more him. of it i mean he's in a lot of it i, I guess, love that but... kind of character like he he's more goofy but i also like yeah. like this one is more goofy but the, the one in um ghost in the shell he's he's fun too oh, yeah that that, that kind of trope of the like who's the guy from luigi's mansion yeah oh yeah just the weird freakish looking old guy Yabba yabba. Yabba yabba. <laughs> it's it's always fun. It's like this this old guy. 
uh, who's, you know, hanging out. Yeah, who's very passionate <laughs> about his work and, like, mm -hmm. really cares about what he's doing. I and, think like, it's, the like... the possibilities of the machine that he's yeah, making. Exuberant yeah, exuberant. I like and, that they kind of go into that. And I, I, we had talked about it earlier, but... Like, I like that the, the subplot with the detective is there to explain, like, what the reason that this was even invented in the first place. Because that is kind mm -hmm. of a plot point in the movie. It's like, you've opened Pandora's box doing this. Part of the yeah. villain's monologue is, like, we don't have the right to control dreams. Like, that is one of the things that he says yeah, he, as he tries to control dreams. Yeah. But, uh, uh, <laughs> his whole motive, I think my, my main critique of the movie is his whole motive is very unclear. Like, I, I wish it was more of... What I, I wish it was more of the philosophical angle that yeah we yeah, shouldn't because be then doing it, this. Then it seems like he's trying to come at it from the philosophical angle on the face of it to make people leave him alone while he gets his legs well, he from the other guy. Controls the trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas it, it felt to me like he's almost like we shouldn't do this. Someone's going to take advantage of this. It might as well be me. Like he's <laughs> yeah. like self fulfilling, self fulfilling I, I, I was property. Of it as the, the other way, like prophecy. he's covering for something he's already doing by taking the opposite yeah. position. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That that's that's, yeah, that's right. how. It's, I mean, why is he yeah. the chairman of this kind of a, a company well, he if he wants doesn't like them the... to make it? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, I'm the chairman here. We're oh, yeah, making what? this thing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm they're gonna they're not doing that. What else they do at the company? Probably got some other stuff. Yeah, they got. It's probably like umbrella. They're probably making. Uh, it's like zombies the, or something. Too. They also Nintendo make so like, we shouldn't be making video games here. Uh, they also yeah, cause depression at the company. I think I think I was a little <laughs> bummed with the the fact that they're like uh, there needed to be a villain because there's kind of a mystery in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, it's it, it was a little bit unsatisfying as a payoff. I think visually it's cool. I really like that he's gigantic and uh, gets to stomp around a little bit. And he does the um, the. The tree thing, which yep. I don't want to spoil for people. Thing. He grows his head out of the other guy's neck. Oh yeah, uh, it's so cool. Very neat. Um, I, it's just I think you're right, Seb. I think some of his motivations are a little underbaked. But when he was initially monologuing, I'm like, oh, I'm into this. Like mm -hmm. he's develop. He helped develop this technology by funding it, but he either regrets it or he doesn't or he didn't want to do it all yeah, along, which is Yeah, he says, we weird. shouldn't invade the sacred space of dreams. I really like that. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, this is a technology that could help people uh, who've undergone trauma or who have uh, other psychological issues that they want to work through. Hmm. But he's, his claim that, like, oh, no, this is a sacred space that technology shouldn't invade is interesting. I think there's, a like, a point you could argue about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't really, they don't really go for that, which is fine. I don't, I, like I said earlier, I think that this movie is plenty content just showing you a lot of very cool stuff. I'd it doesn't really need in, to get into that. Yeah. I'd be interested in knowing if the book deals more with that. Yeah. Cause I'm sure whatever the book does, the movie doesn't cover everything. Yeah. And this is like a 90 minute film. They yeah. really, they, I'm surprised they get through as much as they do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I saw that this was 90 minutes, I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then I was watching it, and I was like, I wish there bar. was more of this. But yeah. this movie could have been two two hours. How long is Inception? They spent two hours worth of money on it. <laughs> Madhouse. Not, not at my rate. <laughs> I want to work there. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, no, I, I really like this movie. I think I um like most of other of Satoshi Khan's stuff a little more, but I think that this movie is like really a really good representation of um, both Madhouse at the height of their powers and uh, a really, really strong creative hand uh, showing off some incredibly cool looking stuff. 
Yep. All right. Great so, stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with, I was, I was really happy to watch this and I'm, it was a good to discuss all this with you. I didn't know we were going to have so much to say about this. It's, like there was a lot to talk it's about. It's a yeah. heady movie. I, there's yeah. there's a, a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. Uh, so Cam, why don't you tell us what we got going on next week? Yes. Yeah, so um, as I alluded to very early on in the pod, uh, watching movies is fun, but I think I like talking about watching movies more than watching them. So um this podcast I've really gotten into in the past couple of months called uh, You Must Remember This, I think we're going to do for an episode. So it's about, they're currently on a run uh, that they're calling Erotic 90s. So oh, right. it's a topic that I've... Are we going to watch Eyes Wide Shut again? <laughs> Luckily for you, no, unfortunately we're not. But, uh, <laughs> no, I like the movie. No, I know, but I, I've just... Uh, um, I've gotten too obsessed with it, but it's so it's going through um, how uh, like sex was portrayed in media and in culture in the 90s and how like I'm really interested in this topic, it, it's, so it's it's fascinating, really. So like it's it's got like the episodes aren't just about this movie and this movie. Like I just listened to one that was about like this politician who was railing against a a primetime TV show for its portrayal of a single uh, mother, which is insane. But like, so I think we'll do, I'd like you guys to check out two episodes each. I think we'll agree on one, two that we'll all listen to, and then we'll each check one out. Yeah. So they're, they're, it's uh, it's been really fun. So um, okay. we'll we'll talk about which ones we're going to do. We're later. talking about the Paul and Louise one, so that should probably be. Yeah, one of them, right? that was well, that was one I had just listened. That was okay. like that oh, week's okay, episode. Okay, okay. So I, I gotta reevaluate and see which ones I really want to check out. But yeah, you must remember this. Check it out. It's uh, free in your podcast device. <laughs> on your podcast. All right. Device. So we're going to be podcasting about podcasting next weekend. That's before right. Before we get too recursive. We are going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want your very own idea. Uh, sent to us to do an episode about it. Could say maybe you could say it's the episode of your dreams. Mm. You, it would be perfect to send it to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com. We haven't done a made feed episode about be... only water, so send your emails <laughs> in. Yeah, we've done a five minute episode. Five you want minutes. To try your water one. recipe. <laughs> yes. It would be paprika of you to send this one. It sure would be. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that's been our show, everyone. Uh, We are going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week with You Must Remember This Erotic 90s. Bye. Good night. See you in your dreams. Bye.